This is the Startup Social Podcast, your inside look at the Austin startup world. We get real with local founders and business owners who share their toughest challenges and biggest wins. Joining us today is Outright Fitness and Performance Team. David, is it Braswell or Braswell? Braswell. Yeah. There we go. I guess it depends on your accent. I say Braswell. But Bras- <laughs> Braswell. There we go. Erica Canales. Good, yeah. Canales? Canales. There we go. From Texas, you better have a little bit of Mexican in you. And Ernest Miller got that one easy. Cousins, we didn't even know it. At least our kids are. Outright Fitness and Performance specializes in speed and athletic development as well as lifestyle training. It was founded by David more than 10 years ago and recruited both Ernest and Erica about five years ago to help grow the vision of Outright with their unique backgrounds and experiences together they have been able to build and continue to build a more, uh, successful business. Appreciate y'all for being on the show, man. Thanks, Thank everybody. Thanks for having us. It is the first time we had four people all on one podcast. Maybe the last, but it's all good. So <laughs> I want to share some backgrounds on this. First start with, with David. What's your – how did you get into to fitness? What's your background, first off, like personal, where you're from, et cetera? Um, so – I'm originally from, I was born in D.C., military kid, but uh, from all over. I got into fitness. um, My background is track and field, so I ran track in high school. I ran track in high school, uh, and then afterwards, ran track my freshman year at Prairie View University, and I went to the military. I went to the Marine Corps, and when I came back, I was working for uh, Hayes County out in San Marcos with their juvenile probation department. Mm-hmm. And it's very, um, they have a military style of training there where they use like exercise to have allow kids to, to release stress and things of that nature. So that kind of got me into coaching or that got me at least into like a, like a training mindset with those kids. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I decided to go back and start volunteering with the track team that I used to run for. Nice. And then when did you, when did you kind of transition into to Austin and start with, with training yourself? Um, that was some around 2009, 2010, where um, action, training wasn't even the goal. The, the, the goal was to create an outdoor gym. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, at this point, I was working for Travis County at this point in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I left that job to pursue this outdoor gym venture that was a lot harder than I, what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I had to pay the bills. <laughs> so I, then, therefore, I started training outside, started doing boot camps to try to buy myself some time. Yeah. And that snowballed, long story short, into this partnership that we have now. Uh-huh. Nice. And Ernest, a little background on yourself? A little background. Uh, I'm from Taylor, Texas. Taylor, Taylor, either one. <laughs> they, they both work. Uh, played football, went from Taylor to University of Houston playing football. Uh, played from 04 to 08, loved every bit of it. And then from there, uh, of course, tried to pursue my, my career and, and go play in the NFL, and that didn't quite work out. Uh, and between then, I, I came back and started working out with this guy named A.B., uh, Anthony Brown, shout out to him, one of the, one of the more knowledgeable trainers that I know around the Austin area. Uh, started training there, found out that football just wasn't in the cards for me. You know, some people chase the dream as long as they can chase it, and it just was one of them situations to where I felt like it was just, it was time for me to do something else. How hard was it to give it up? 
you still to this day one of the hardest hardest decisions I've I've I've, I've ever made uh, because I've I've been playing football ever since I was nine or ten. I feel you. So it was one of those things that football. I've everything that I did revolved around football. You know, so I went to class to play football. Yeah. Uh, made sure I got good grades. I made sure I was on time here. I was on time there. It was all, it was all so that I could be successful on on the football field. Uh, and I still kind of carry that type of mentality with me today, even though I'm not in football. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just directed more towards my training and our our, our gym at this moment. Uh, I went from. With AB, I went to I, – I stopped there, and I went and started training. I talked to AB uh, – excuse me on that. I, I talked to AB and asked him if it was – you know, I was telling him what was going on in my head. I was telling mm -hmm. him what I was struggling with. I told him that I was, you know, dealing with something that, you know, everybody knows it's, it's going to come to an end. Yeah. Uh, it's just about a amount of time when. And I told him what my goals were. You know, I wanted to give back what I learned from University of Houston. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to, at one time when I did have my son or daughter, I wanted to be able to go attend all their events yeah. or whatever whatever they were doing because that's what my parents did for me. So that's kind of what I grew up with. So I wanted to be able to give my son or daughter the same type of, type of deal. Uh, and like most football players, coaching is the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, uh, sure. But I also knew that I was going to have to start out in high school, and the demand when football season comes in is 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 sun up to sundown. So, long story short, I talked to AB and I started training. That's that was my first first sight of getting into a training training style. This was back in two thousand nine. Mm -hmm. uh, been training ever since, and it kind of evolved to what it is now. Been a long journey. A lot of ups and downs, but you know how it goes. <laughs> it's how it goes. And Miss Erica? Well, I come from a little town in South Texas called Mission, Mission, Texas. Um, I, I guess I was, I've been an athlete since I can remember. Um, grew up specifically running track and playing volleyball. Um, once I got to I, senior year in high school, there were some offers, but I turned them down because I was supposed to go to medical school. And mm. I was supposed to focus on that. And I didn't have time for anything but you know, going to medical school and, and getting good grades and all that stuff. Um, well, then life happens and, and um, ended up being in the non-nonprofit world, marketing, outreach, that kind of uh, career path. Uh, then I met David a while ago and um, kind of started talking about my background and obviously I, I had a strong uh, track background and, and how we can work together using my business, um, well, I also forgot to say, I also have an MBA. Okay, so, <laughs> Yeah, so I forget about that, just, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a strange thing, but I do tend to forget that I actually have an MBA, just mm -hmm. because life is a lot uh, more of an experience, educational experience than school will ever be, in a sense, if I can say that. Agreed. Um, so, but, but anyway, yeah, and so we, we kind of, coupling all my experience, my professional experience, as well as my athletic background, because all through college, all through grad school, I try to stay um, active and, and used a lot of my track background mm -hmm. to, to continue my training, my own training. 
Um, and then I met David, and like I said, that's when we started collaborating and, and kind of working on how to expand and grow the vision of Outright. So how did, how did all y'all, how did all y'all come together? I'll put it like that. That is a impossible question to answer <laughs> directly. I'll, I'll say, I mean, I'm, I'm not a very religious person, but I do believe that um, things happen for a reason. And long story short, we, I feel like our energies came together out of survival almost in a sense. Like, yeah. we were in the right place at the right time. We were in situations that were crumbling and we were the ones that survived, in a sense. Um, right. honest, honestly, I mean, that's, that's really, the, that's what it is in a nutshell. So would you, I mean, because typically what happens is, is you say y'all all in those kind of situations. It's kind of rare, because typically it's not like that. So how do y'all even, how do you even pull together to make things work? I know the journey from a general standpoint, but how do y'all pull things together to make it work? Like being in a facility that you are now from each one of you kind of coming from your own individual individual places. How do we make it work? Yeah, how do you make it work? <laughs> I think that that answer um, is, the answer to that question is what brought us together. And for me, I think the answer is, um, at that time, whenever, whenever Ernest and I met, um, we were in a facility that was had really good potential. Mm -hmm. I was in a position, and I think Ernest was in a similar position where we had no choice but to be successful because that was all we were doing. Yeah. I, I left my I jumped off the ship. I can't swim very well. So <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have many options. So I'm, I'm, I'm con at that moment, I was constantly looking for ways to get to the next level, whatever that, like I said, my, my, I jumped off the ship to do something completely different, mm -hmm. not completely different, but not be a, you know, a personal trainer per se. Yeah. So I, the whole time I'm looking for ways to survive and to grow. And so I'm, I'm unconsciously looking for people who are, and I tell Eric this all the time, I was looking for people, I knew I needed a partner. I knew I needed partners. I couldn't do it by myself, yeah. even though I had to at, at, at certain points. And so I identified really quick, you know, Erica is athletic, she's in fitness, and she has a business background. And then I, I discovered that she also, she also works hard. That was hard for me to find. Mm -hmm. I, I was trying to find, and I, I met several people who had MBAs. I met several people who were expert trainers, but not everybody could see the vision whenever there was no profit yet. True, you, you know, very true. And, and with Ernest, I, same thing, I saw somebody who worked hard, um, but then I saw someone who had integrity as a trainer, and as a trainer, that's something that's rare and hard. Typically, I don't mean to rant, I, I could rant about this all day, but <laughs> it's, it's, there's a lot of, in, the, in our profession, there's a lot of trainers who don't know how to say no. True. They don't know how to say no, and they don't know how to stay in a, in a niche, and they want to be the jack of all trades. You know, I don't know football, so I don't have any business coaching that. Yeah unless I'm money hungry and I just, oh yeah, sure, I'll do it. And so when I saw Ernest, that's one of the things that I saw. I saw his work ethic, I saw his integrity. Um, I saw the way that he interacted with people. And there are some things that he was doing that caught my attention. And <laughs> it seems like it's been a long time since then, but we're just now bringing some of those things um, mm -hmm. to the forefront. 
And, and, and I'll get into that a little bit later. So and I'll, I'll pick it back off that a little bit. And with it was it was for me as well. It was the communication. You know, when I first met David at the at the at the gym that we were we were renting space from, it was the communication of how we communicated with our clients and how we carried ourselves with it uh, that made me want to buy in with it with the, with mm -hmm. these two uh, about going on, going about things the right way and understanding again. Communication. As long as you communicate, when it gets rough, you can get up. You you get you can True. figure a way out. True. So, what I'll ask with that is because you kind of touched on some points, especially when we talk about entrepreneurship and really trying to make some work. Not being able to see the vision or being able to see the vision when you don't have the profit in yet is huge. So the position that y'all are in right now, what part of that vision? is there or have things come to or have things like come together in a way that it's actually grew your vision even more like i'll give you an example for me i kind of had an idea of where i wanted my company to be and then when i got really realistically when i got closer to that goal i didn't hit that goal yet my vision just went like times 10 even more mm -hmm. so how are y'all like for y'all what are some of the things that you look at that a lot of the vision has come together and then there's some things that you want to do in the future too that's going to be big for you. I think I think what you're asking, I think one of the answers to that question for us is um, looking at our ability to pay rent. <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> it's, I will say that gyms and paying over here is expensive. And, and I say that because we are fortunately we've never really struggled to pay rent, but we're now at a point to where we can see a little bit of a cushion. Yeah. We, we can see the potential, you know, we can see that growth. And we've been, we, we meet on a regular basis, we set goals, and then during the week, we, we see the productivity in the gym. We see all the people. Um, we see all the emails. We, we get the phone calls. Um, our schedules are full. You know, we're having to navigate that. And then we see the results in our bank account to where it's like, okay, you know, we can, we can see it now. Because I know five, seven years ago, I was living just off of my business loan. You know, mm. ignorantly, didn't know any better. But, I, I, you know, I was doing the best that I could at that time. Trying to make things work. Yes. You know, all right, I, can, I only have enough money coming in to pay half my, my mortgage so I got to borrow some, I got to take out a draw, out, you know, out of my line of credit. Not knowing that wasn't a smart thing to do. <laughs> but, but again, you know, either, either I'm a little crazy or I, I don't know how to quit or, yeah. you know, I don't know if that's whatever. But, you know. The best, way, the best way I like to put it is that you can figure things out. Yeah. Even if it's not the best decision. You won't say a bad decision, but the best decision, you know how to figure things out. Yeah, yeah and I think, I think, you know, when we... When we first started, the vision was, you know, when we came together was to make, well, like David mentioned, we were trying to, to, to grow the outdoor gym, mm -hmm. but we realized that our vision had to, we had to be flexible in our vision because, you know, like I always tell, tell David, in grad school, they, they say, you know, funding is so easy. You can just go ask and then there you have it. And so real life, it's, it's not that easy. It's not, you know, so anyway, so our vision had to had to be flexible in the sense okay now we have a brick and mortar building mm -hmm. we need to make this work 
And so, and so our vision was, okay, so now we have this, this brick and mortar uh, building, training programs, and then that, that kind of snowballed into how, how do we want it to look, what, what's our, our ultimate goal? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the, the outdoor gym is still, still our long-term vision, but so it's, we've also splintered into, well, we, we're doing remote training, we're doing, you know, this other projects within, within what Oddright the brick and mortar mm -hmm. is. So, I mean, like you mentioned, it's just being flexible and, and, and right now we're, we're kind of, as, as we're learning how to be better business people, mm -hmm. we're learning about a lot of opportunities that, that are making our Oddright a lot more successful. Is there something that y'all had to, when you're talking about you becoming more business people, what's some things that y'all had to do that was kind of like outside of what you really like? So as a trainer, you like to train. What's some things that y'all had to do that's outside of like, damn, I can't just train. I got to go do this and I got to go do this and X, Y, and Z. I mean, there's a lot because, you know, as a three-person team, and if you can imagine what, what it takes to grow a business, there's yeah. sales, uh, HR, legal, accounting, finance, marketing, sales, outreach, operations, cleaning, <laughs> you know, all those things, and it's only three of us. I can name an easy one out of many, answering the phone. <laughs> I don't know why it's hard for me. I do not like to, I think it's because our line of business, I think people think I'm antisocial. If they see me during the day, it's, and I think it's because we, for me, I talk to people all day. Yeah, I'm talking, I, we have to listen, I'm listening to all these stories and conversations. When I get out of the gym and that phone rings, <laughs> I'll be like, oh my God, my voicemail is full right now. I mean, and, and, and a lot of it, I just let it go. But for the business, I'm like, all right, well, you know, Eric has volunteered to, to be the phone answering person. If she doesn't answer, I'll begrudgingly answer. Hello. <laughs> this is David. <laughs> please be quick. Please don't be a, please don't be spam. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's one of the small things. That's something that stands out to me. What yeah. about you? Yeah. For me, it's the admin work as well. Uh, because you know, when you're on the floor for six to eight hours Yeah. and then when you finally get off the floor, it's like, oh, I wouldn't just rest, but no, you can't rest. You got to go in and do Email work emails. You got to answer this. You got to answer that. So you got to put your books in. You got to do all them mm -hmm. things that that are required to make sure your business keep running well. Uh, so for me, it's definitely the admin work. Most definitely. So one thing I got a question about, and it's kind of individual for each. Personal life and business. Has there ever been a lot of conflict? Do you feel like you're gonna have to grow into a different vision to have more time for yourself per se? Because when you're doing training, you have to physically be there unless you structure it in some kind of way. So what's kind of like a vision for each of y'all individually to where at some point, I'll kind of touch on what E was saying about, you know, Lil E is on, was he four right now? Yeah, he's four. Yeah, so when he start playing sports and stuff and you want to make it to events, but at the same time, you got clients during these times. What do you kind of think about when it comes to that? So for me... It's, 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 it's a great thing that I, I do have these two wonderful partners because I know if I need to go to a game or go to a, a school meeting or whatever it may be, like just yesterday I went to a football game. Uh, 
mm-hmm. and clients were coming in in the evening. And I know I can go to David or I can go to Eric and be like, can you cover for me? And, and, and they'll be like, sure. You know, because it's, it's again, it, it, it does take a village. Uh, other, the piggyback off that, you know, we understand that at some point we're gonna have to try to pull out and bring in somebody in mm-hmm. to try to cover up to free us up because because right now working the sun up to sun down makes it hard to do 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 any other thing. Luckily, I do have a wonderful wife mm-hmm. who who gets what I do, and and because the personal time is limited, I may yeah. see her for an hour or two the whole day. You know, so we only have the weekend to where we do spend time together mm-hmm. because I am working from sun up to sundown. But she understands it's necessary to grow a business. So, so it is. It's, it's a wonderful thing to have a partner that gets it. But at the same time, you know, you want to be there and and make things right for your partner as well. Uh, so right now it's a grind, uh, and it's been a grind. And then you know, when you're all in, it's, 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 you, that's all you see, you know, yeah. you see that you have to do the, do the things necessary to get to the goal. And one day the goal will be here. Nice. Boy, I got them brownie points. I, I, was, I was thinking, I was thinking that. Oh, that was nice. That was, that was, okay. Hey, man, listen to this podcast. We're going to we gonna have to get It's going to be about 20 minutes in and 30 seconds. He was like, hey, he was like, yeah, I'll take this separate clip. Give it to me. Send it out quick. <laughs> nice, very nice. Okay, I see. I see. Um, for us, Eric and I can probably go back and forth on this a lot. Um, but our situation is unique in the sense that we are partners and partners. Um, we were business partners first. I don't make it a habit of dating clients. Um, she, I, I promise, she is the first. And, she, she is the first and last. Set it up. <laughs> but um, our our situation is very different in the sense of you know she was a business partner first, but now we're partners you know as well. And and fitness is our lifestyle. So it's like, and if if I'm broke, she's broke. With yeah, <laughs> you know there is there is no full time job over yeah. here. Like we're both we're both off the boat swimming. Yeah, yeah. You know, and fitness is our lifestyle. So it's like and we've been talking about this from time to time. You know, it's so hard, and I don't even have we don't have any. any we got three dogs. We got you know. It's just like yeah, always on the go. And the thing about one thing that comes to mind is you know. Growing up, you hear people say time is money. And then somebody corrected me and said, no, time is time. Money is money. Yeah. And, and I, I, li- I thought about that. I said, man, that's, that's a good point. Because I've been going around repeating this quote like it was a gospel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time is money. <laughs> like, no, it's not. No, there, yeah. there's only so much time. True. And, Very true. You know, and so we, we get out of the gym. We, get, we finish training our clients. And then we're like, all right, are we going to be those? It's not even about looking the part, really, for us, because fitness is our lifestyle. Yeah. So my priority is not about looking the part. I don't want to be an out-of-shape trainer. It's not even about that. It's more so I need to do this for my mental therapy. Yeah, yeah. So we're in the gym training clients. We're going to stay in the gym for another two hours and train ourselves. You know, we got to go on a run, whatever. We got our personal relationship that we have to spend time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Ernest said, the, the, the long-term goal is to, to delegate. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. which comes into play of, of standardizing, creating a system, which is hard, creating a system so that we can delegate cleanly, you know, and be like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Hashtag Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, the, the only thing I, I, I guess I have to add is, is yeah, I mean, for, for David and I, it's, it's, we are in a unique situation in the sense that, that we spend a lot of time together, but a lot of the time is business. We're talking about business, trying to, you know, uh, get feedback from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our personal time, we have very little, like where we just sit down, because even on the weekends, we're, we're still, that's our time to, to handle a lot of the administrative work. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it's, it's, we have very limited personal time together and as well as our, ourselves individually. But it's weird because that feels like personal time. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. So, I knew when she was saying it, I was like, "It's probably y'all personal time, Joe." <laughs> so it's weird because it's like, "Hey, we need to spend time together." We just spent twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then, hey, hey, wait a minute! <laughs> Bring the brownies back. <laughs> He ate the brownies himself. <laughs> I know. He told the brownies himself. Maybe some ice cream left over well, somewhere. I will say, I will say, when, you know, when, I will say that, that when we're in business mode, there's a lot of arguing. So, not a lot, but, but a lot more so. Disagreement. There we use some safe words. Sure. All right. Whatever. these brownie crumbs back on the table. <laughs> There's a lot of disagreements, you know. Uh, but then, and yes, like David said, we do spend a lot of time together. But it's, 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 I see it totally different just because we are together. We're sharing the same space. We're here together. Yeah. But it's not like we're not like, hey, love, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's more like, hey, we need a sales. We need a marketing, business, business, business. So it's, it's, to me, it's very different. How hard is it for y'all to get y'all mind? away from it like for me my mind goes all the time like I, I can't even like my kids are so hyper and their minds go all the time so they literally fall asleep I can't fully get mad at them because I'm the exact same way so it's hard for me to get my mind off business and not even like talk it to my wife at times like talk about something completely different mm-hmm. which is is difficult because realistically you spend majority of your day with your business, you spend the majority of the, your day working. So how hard is it for you to like really get your mind away from business? Uh, it's impossible for me, you know, <laughs> especially because the whole mindset is you're in, in a position where you're trying to grow a business. Yeah. You know, it's not already developed. It's not already going, you know. So therefore, when you're trying to grow something, you're constantly thinking about it. Yeah. You're constantly thinking about it. You're constantly trying to figure out what, what the, what's the next thing you need to do. You know, and when I get home, I, I stay up late because, you know, I, I get already get home late. So, therefore, my wind down, sometimes I can wind down, sometimes not so much. It's one of the things where it's, your mind is racing so much that it's, it's hard to it's hard to get away from it. You know, so it's 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 a work in progress still still to this day. And I've been doing this for coming up 2009, uh, 10 years already. Yeah. You know, so it's it's. It's a it's a daily battle. Some some days I'm more successful than others, but most days not so much. I feel you. What about y'all? I, I gotta I gotta say y'all because if y'all together twelve basically all day, and then yeah, and you're training and you're working at the same time, 
I mean, some people may say, well, once I get done, then I'm, I don't even want to think about it anymore. But it's different when you're trying to grow a business and, you, and everything else. When you're broke. <laughs> when you're broke, it's always on your mind. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with Ernest. It's impossible. You know, it's, it's just, it helps to have an understanding partner. Um, and it, it's just, it is what it is. I accept it. It doesn't, it doesn't stress me out that I can't stop thinking about it because it is a passion at the same time. And so I, and I think I have a, there's a side of me that can't sit still. Yeah. And so I enjoy the creative process at the same time. So while there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of like back and forth. We're all trying to solve this puzzle. Again, it's from the ground up. Like we're not, we're not. It's not turnkey. We, you know, we didn't, we didn't buy an, a franchise to where we just have to read the manual and follow the instructions. Yeah. We're we're having to create the manual. Ground up. Yeah. And so while that may be stressful in the sense, there's still passion involved. And, and while I don't know, I'm not a Photoshop expert. I'm not a. I don't know how to edit videos. I'm not an expert. But I still enjoy. Fucking up. <laughs> you said we can be open. You can be open yeah. as you want on it. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy, you know, I, I enjoy that creative process of, I know it's, it's taken me three times as long to do this website. Yeah. You know, but now I'm at a point to where I can do a pretty decent job. And you understand it. I understand it, at least until the point to where we can offload it. Yeah. And I look forward to the day. <laughs> I, look, I, look, I do look forward to those so days. So sad, so sad. Like his, his website is like, I, every time I, it's like, maybe an intern is like, no, I don't want to. You know, they, don't know, they don't know what I want. But, but I tell, like, I had a phone call with a guy the other day, and he was talking about getting a website, and he was, like, starting up and building up. And I told him, I was like, man, you don't need to pay anybody for a website right now. I said... You have no brand, and even if you did have a brand, do you understand a direction like you're trying to take it and what you want to go? Yeah. Because it's a level of control and understanding that you have when something, a website or anything online, anything with your business, whether it be external or internal. And I told them on the phone, I was like, you don't need for us to build you a website. I told the dude, I said, you need to go to Squarespace, get you a template, put your information on there, mm -hmm. build your business up and make money. And then when you're trying to like, when you don't really have to worry about money in that sense, then throw money on branding and stuff with the website. So it does make sense. And it's, it's weird because, of course, we do websites and mobile apps and all yeah. that stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, look, it's a – I don't really know how to explain it. I won't say – I take it to this when you're saying if you're somebody that you don't train in one sport but you go do it in the other way. Like, yeah, we do web design, but I'm not going to just take somebody's money and be like, yeah, here you go, and it's like – that person shouldn't use this money. You should have spent that money on something else to get your business. So, when you talk about having control of your integrity. website or doing stuff, yeah, integrity. There you go. Like it, it, it does. It makes sense, especially as you're building up. And throughout these ten years, you know, we've had a lot of experience with with making those mistakes. Yeah. Like, we have an, a whole other website out there. <laughs> we have a whole other website out there right now. <laughs> Built by someone else that's just sitting there. Yeah. Because like you said, the the actual business is more important sometimes than Very true. Than, than, than what it looks like. Yeah. And you build up to that. Yeah. You know, like I said, I, I look forward to the day where we can hire your services and, and be stress free. And then and then at the same time, knowing that it's in good hands because in my experience, it's not just about the beauty of or the freedom of delegating, but I've been I tell Eric this a lot. 
as a small business owner, I'm allergic to free. Yeah. I don't, I don't, even though I know there's a great relationship between you two, I don't want to barter. Like I really, yeah. I don't want, I don't expect you to, to provide free services. Like I want to, I want to pay you for what you're doing. Yeah. You know, because that's what you're worth. That's the right thing to do. But at the same time, also as a business, I want to have expectations. Like, Hey, yeah, that was a crappy job. Well, it was free. <laughs> <laughs> you got what you paid yeah. for. It kind of, you know, what I'm money money makes a huge difference when you put it in front of people's face. That's that's a, that, that is true. What was we back on? What was you talking about? I know. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what was the original question? What was the original question? I think it was. I think we were talking about just personal. how do we separate personal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Personal and uh, um, work. Well, for us, for us, I, like I said, because we are partners, business partners and partners in life, it, it's, it's, we, it's rare that we get to, that we separate those two things. But I will say that, that in spite of the stresses and, and, and just um, how, much, how much we've invested and are investing in this business, both you know, professionally, you know, sacrifices and all those things, that it's, it's been the best time of my life. You know, I, I was working full time and then I, I jumped ship twice actually <laughs> the first time the first time was well we're not you know I, we're, we're we, we, I just need to go back yeah and get something and then and then and then we jumped again and so this is the second second round but but um, but I will say that that in spite of all that that I, I'm having the best time of my life that I you know I right. enjoy the process I enjoy being up dreaming about it talking about it um, because we are building something together that it's that it's us that we're building and not somebody else's vision nice last thing is if you had any uh, advice that you could give to someone rather than personal training or whatever just from y'all's experience individually what would be you know some advice that you give them I'll go first on this <laughs> <clears throat> understand that that it's hard. It's hard. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, it is hard. It is. There's no 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 question about it. You know, it's going to be sun up to sundown. It's going to be be doing things you really don't feel like doing. You know, but if you keep pressing through it, you keep going. You keep. Don't let your goal change just because there's a lump in the road. Yeah. You know, if this is your goal, keep pushing. Keep pushing. Don't don't give up because eventually, eventually, there will you will catch a break. You'll catch a break eventually. If you st if you stay pushing, you'll catch a break, and and that's that's probably the most probably the the best advice I, I can I can give anybody that that is chasing a dream or what if you're chasing anything, just keep if that's really what you want, keep pushing for it. I'll say constantly self not self motivated, <clears throat> constantly seek out motivation. Um, there was, I think it was last year. So one of my clients is Robert Smith, the, mm -hmm. um, the billionaire, the, the, the billionaire. When did, when did we come to the gym? <laughs> <laughs> you go to his house? I, I go to his house. He came to the gym one time. Okay. We fought in this one day, one day country. So I don't know if he was mad at me for this, <clears throat> but I've been to his house since then. So I, I don't think so. But instead of, instead of being that guy asking for money, I thought it was a better idea to for my partners to meet him you know and so i brought Ernest along one time in a training session 
And I brought Erica along one time for a training session for no other reason, just to meet the guy. Yeah. You yeah. know, because for me, um, I've told him this, like just meeting him is, is motivation alone. Yeah. Like I've never seen that kind of money. The first, one of the first times I was training him, um, he was living in the W at the time when he first moved here. Mm-hmm. And he you was like, for a while. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. And, and he was talking about, yeah, you know, I got a flight, you know, I got to catch here in a little bit. And, and I call this like broke people's talk. This, this ain't my world. So I said, uh, oh, yeah, well, what time's your flight leave? And he looked at me funny like, <laughs> he said, when I get there. <laughs> I got the fuel in the back. <laughs> I said, oh. I had, to th- I had to think about it for a while. I said, I guess he got his own plane. <laughs> Normal people question is, what time's your flight leave? Yeah. What you mean what time my flight leave? You better not leave until I get there. <laughs> And, and that was one of the things that it was eye-opening for me. Just Man. like it, it can be very motivational and inspiring. It can change your thought process when you know what you're when you know what's possible. True. And if you don't know what's possible, it's easy to think small and not know it. And so I wanted my I wanted my partners to to see that and just see a, 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 another minority that's that's doing it on the on the one of the biggest levels. Yeah. That's down to earth, and that so that it can help us just to think bigger. Very true. I I, I learned about Robert Smith about, I think two years ago. That's when I first found out about him, because he's he's not a loud person, meaning like he has yeah he has stuff online, but he's not like the most people these days on on social media and all of that. Right. Um, and I exactly what you said. I was literally like, damn, this is possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is interesting. And, you know, Robert Smith. Give me a shirt. Right <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it's it, I always think about the story of uh, the Nintendo guy that invented Nintendo. That he was basically working on his project for ten years. I mean, he, he had to he had to take jobs. He had to do almost was bankrupt. All these things for ten years, mm-hmm. and then after ten years, it paid off. But so I think about my that's for me that's that's the advice. It's like it might take a long time. Yeah. But, and you might, you know, like me, I, I had to take, I, I have an MBA, but I still, you know, I had to take mm-hmm. clerical jobs, things like that, so that I can continue growing this, this vision that we did. And, and, you know, sometimes you're just going to have to do what you have to do. Nice. And I, I feel, feel like, like you're a failure. Yeah. So this is Daniel Griggs. Thanks for tuning in to the Startup TV and Podcast. We had Outright Fitness and Performance today. Where can they find y'all at online? Um, outrightfitness.com. Um, our Instagram uh, hashtag or forward slash at Outright Fitness, uh, as well as Twitter and Facebook. Nice. Thank you all for tuning in. Chat with you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in into this week's episode of the Startup Social Podcast. You can listen to us anywhere podcasts are available and on our YouTube channel. Make sure to visit our website, startupsocialtv.com. Until next time. <laughs>